Welcome to CareCast, CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life with Roland Warren, CareNet's President and CEO, and Vincent DeCaro, CareNet's Chief Outreach Officer. CareCast and more pro-abundant life commentary from CareNet can be found at care-net.org, where you can watch videos, download eBooks, and subscribe to the Abundant Life blog. Now let's listen in on what Roland and Vince have for us this week on CareCast. Well, Roland, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. <laughs> I, uh, I'm sorry I didn't actually get to spend the uh, the actual New Year with you, like, you know, midnight watching the no. the, the ball drop at Times Square or anything like that. You did not. I that wasn't was with incredibly you. Incredibly. I know. Crossfallen. I actually, I did have the opportunity once many years ago to actually be in Times Square for the the ball drop and it was it was it was pretty it was a wow. neat experience yeah it was cool that must have been freezing it was very i do remember it was very cold oh my and it was actually my brother and i and we were we were actually several blocks from the actual you know times the middle of times square mm. um because there was just so many people it was just unbelievable how many people were there mm. but we were close enough to like feel like we were sort of part of the thing so it was it was neat so mm. um Wow. But anyway, yeah, so here we are in a new year. It is 2021, and I think Happy a lot, new year. <laughs> yes, and a lot of people are probably breathing a sigh of relief that yeah. it's 2021 because, as we know, 2020 was a, an interesting year, so we're yes. hopeful that 2021 turns out to be, yeah. you know, let, what's, we, we could use a boring year, I think, you know. Yeah. Um, we, would, we could certainly stand a boring year. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And so, but, you know, now that it's a new year, it's a, it's a time that, you know, a lot of people kind of just – Sort of take take a moment to reflect and think about. Okay, what am I? What am I going to do this year? What's what am I going to accomplish this year? Whether they're resolutions or something else, right? Um, and so I think it's a good opportunity for us to sort of talk about what Karenet is going to be focused on in in this new year. Um, so I think the easiest way for us to frame it is that we have four key priorities. We have a mission statement, we have a, a vision statement, mm-hmm. and we have four kind of key strategies that we will be focused on in 2021. Um, we've, As we said in a recent podcast, the political environment that we're going to be get, stepping into here in January of 2021 might make things a little bit more urgent and difficult. Yeah. Um, will. They will. They will. Yeah. Um, but we have these four key priorities that we have identified and that we will we are going to stick to Right, and um, they've just become even more important and urgent than ever. So, without further ado, why don't I just mention the first one, and we can kind of talk a little yeah. bit about why we're doing that? Okay. So, our first key strategy is to support and grow a team of effective pregnancy decision line coaches to serve people considering abortion. So that's our pregnancy decision line. That's our our national hotline where we have trained pregnancy decision coaches answering those calls and actually helping to, to actually walk folks through a pregnancy decision right there on the phone, right? Unique service that CareNet provides. There are other hotlines out there that are more sort of referral uh, hotlines, whereas this one is the only one that actually provides the coaching right there on the call. So rather than, you know, sort of a two, three-minute referral call, here are some resources in your community. These are often 45-minute or longer phone calls with somebody to sort of walk them through and kind of talk about their situation, how they got there. So Pregnancy Decision Line is a really important service. So why don't you just kind of talk a little bit about how that came about and why that's so important? Yeah, yeah. No, it really is a critical um, a critical service. And I, the way we kind of think about our our 
um, sort of ministry platforms is you have sort of emergency care, mm-hmm. short-term care, and then long-term care. And mm-hmm. the pregnancy decision line is, is really sort of emergency care. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of think about it almost like, sort of, almost like a suicide hotline mm-hmm. type deal. If right, someone's right. facing a pregnancy decision, they need to talk to somebody, you know, right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and so we have coaches um, yeah. who are specially trained to help people who are facing pregnancy decisions to make a life-affirming choice and mm-hmm. then also to refer them to our pregnancy centers if need be. So mm-hmm. it yeah. really is designed for someone who may never darken the door of a pregnancy center or mm-hmm. there might not even be one near them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we don't want them to look at Planned Parenthood or, or an abortion provider as an alternative because right. we can't be there for them. And so right. it, it's an amazing ministry that started in 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it really did start actually as a result of another sort of kind of call center approach that uh, CareNet was a part of back then. And there was a where uh, someone had called in and needed immediate support. And mm-hmm. that call center structure was set mm-hmm. up to refer people to a center. And the center was not open. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember listening to the call. This this young lady was incredibly emotional mm-hmm. uh, and that she needed to talk to somebody right then and that mm-hmm. she was really in crisis. And we really didn't have an alternative other than to say, you know, the pregnancy center will open on Monday or whatever it was. And uh, she was calling over the weekend, if my memory serves me correct. So, yeah. Yeah. So that really is what birthed the pregnancy decision line approach. Right. That now that doesn't have to happen because right. we've got coaches who are specially trained mm-hmm. to walk her through, to walk him or him or her rather right. through right. Uh, the pregnancy decision, uh, give them life affirming options, help them kind of put together a plan of, of, of support with things that they can do to send them information, the kind of information that we would give them at pregnancy centers as well, to pray for them, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with them. And, and also to refer them to a pregnancy center. So when that person yeah. gets to a pregnancy center, mm-hmm. uh, should that happen, they've already been sort of kind of pre-coached, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, So which makes the job when they come to a pregnancy center uh, even easier as well. Yeah. So very excited about this ministry platform yeah. and, and yeah. the impact that it's happened. Hap- yeah, yeah. And it's really, it's, a, it's that immediacy and anonymity yeah. that is one of the advantages of that approach. Yep. Um, so somebody that can, again, get help immediately, yep. right? And, you know, as you know, obviously, when somebody's considering an abortion, that can be a very difficult and often private issue. Yeah. So they sometimes they're in a position where they might not necessarily want to go out and actually meet face to face with somebody, regardless of how friendly that person might be. And so the anonymity of a phone call is also a big, big benefit to that. So yep. and that's a great transition or segue into the second of our four key strategies, which is support and grow a network of effective pregnancy center affiliates that are aligned with CareNet's mission and vision and are equipped to reach those considering abortion. So that's where, you know, the actual physical buildings that we have, uh, now, now, well, they're affiliated with us. Um, there's about 1,100 CareNet-affiliated pregnancy centers around the country and, and actually in Canada as well, where people can actually go and receive services like ultrasounds and coaching and get information about abortion um, uh, you know, so they can really learn actually what is involved in abortion. Uh, they can get information about parenting. They can get parenting training. They can get all these sorts of services there in an actual physical center face-to-face with a caring individual. So yeah, that's obviously an important thing. Absolutely. And, and the material support component is also very, very mm-hmm. helpful Yeah, uh, as well. Um, everything from, you know, baby baby bottles and diapers and um, layettes and you know, clothes, things of that nature, uh, for for both mo- uh, for moms and and for um, uh, for the baby as well. So there's just a range of, of services that this network of pregnancy centers uh, is offering, and 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 the most important one, because you know we are a Christian ministry, is introducing uh, that person to Christ. 
You know, we don't want our 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 ministry uh, to be transactional. Right. right. You know, retail. You know, right. where we kind of say well, thank you, come again, kind of mm-hmm. deal. You know, mm-hmm. someone who's facing a pregnancy decision. You know, what we want is someone someone to 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 um, be transformed by the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, because Jesus said, "Come as you are." But don't stay as you came. Mm-hmm. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. I always tell folks, Jesus didn't do retail. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He, he, w- he was not focused on retail. So we don't want to become a retail consumer business in right. terms of how we approach the life issue. We want to be a relationship building, covenant building ministry because mm-hmm. that's what Christ was. He mm-hmm. built relationships, restored covenants, both both covenants between man, covenants to God, mm-hmm. and then also very focused from a ministry perspective. And so the pregnancy centers have this this uh, amazing um, work that they do, and and key to that is the sharing of the gospel of Jesus yeah. Christ, which yeah. leads to transformation and transform yeah. lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just a few numbers to throw out there to hopefully get folks get the decide. numbers. Get the numbers. Our pregnancy centers serve upwards of three hundred thousand client new clients. Yeah. Every year, in addition to return clients, so. Well over three hundred thousand folks yeah. are being served by our pregnancy centers, and our satisfaction ratings. Are oh just... yeah, the satisfaction. So the client satisfaction rating, based on exit surveys, is about ninety-seven percent across our network. Amazing, which is just remarkable. That's higher than iPhone and Netflix. It's amazing. Two things that people generally like a lot. Yeah. Um, and each year they are able to provide upwards of sixty million dollars in free services, whether that's material mm-hmm. things like diapers, uh, you know, cribs car seats, all that amazing stuff, and um, also educational resources. Right. Right. So parenting classes and all that thing valued at over $60 million every single year by our our network. So just remarkable, amazing work, and we're just humbled by it, frankly, on a daily basis. So that's great. And so now the third key strategy is also sort of along this sort of continuum of care for, if you want to call it that, uh, which is our church initiative, and that is to equip the church to reach those considering abortion by mobilizing a community of life advocates in the church who will, A, minister to women and men making pregnancy decisions, and B, build bridges to local pregnancy centers so that the church can provide ongoing discipleship to those considering abortion, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. you know, we sort of had Pregnancy Decision Line and our network of pregnancy centers in place before this, uh, but, you know, you sort of have, you and others, you know, have had uh, several epiphanies, I suppose, <laughs> yeah. over the last several years yeah. where we realized, man, the, you know, the church is really the sleeping giant in this yeah. whole thing. And we really just absolutely need, with a capital N, the church to be actively engaged in this issue if we're really going to, you know, move the needle in a significant way around the the life issue. And so we went out and started training. We created a curriculum called Making Life Disciples, a program that can be implemented in churches to take that aspect of pregnancy center ministry and put it into the church so that the church can serve folks there in the church who are considering abortion. And again, about two out of every five women who have abortions are actually going to church at least once per month at the time of their abortion. So there are people in churches having abortions, so the church needs to be obviously prepared to serve them. But also they have these local pregnancy centers in their communities that have clients that are in need of services that the pregnancy center might not necessarily be able to provider is not designed to provide and the church needs to be there to step in in those situations as well and so that's why that's what we're trying to do around our church initiative so yeah no and it's an amazing initiative Mm -hmm. uh, from that perspective because it really does mobilize um you know the sleeping giant Mm -hmm. you know as we talk about you know between what 350 i mean 3500 and 4000 pregnancy centers depending Mm -hmm. on who's counting and there's over 400,000 churches 
So the, there is a tremendous, tremendous need and opportunity for the church and people in the church uh, to come alongside someone who's facing a pregnancy decision. I think one of the, the challenges in the pregnancy center model has been so someone's loved up and maybe they have an evangelistic experience and a convert and become a convert, but then they, they get sent back to the culture. And they really need to be going from the pregnancy center to the church for ongoing support and discipleship. So a big part of Making Life Disciples and our approach here at CareNet is really encouraging the pro-life community to think of the life issue primarily as a discipleship issue Mm -hmm. uh, because it's a good work. Mm -hmm. So when Christians do good work, we don't do good work just to do good work. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I, I, that's a good thing. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. that's social services. That's not Christianity. Mm-hmm. We do good works as Christians for the same reason that Jesus did good works, mm-hmm. so that folks might become disciples of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so, water for the thirsty, food for the hungry, clothes for the naked—all mm-hmm. good works that Christians do. Well, compassion for the pregnant. Right. Those first three that I mentioned are all on ramps to discipleship, lead to discipleship. That's why we do them and support ministries Mm -hmm. that do that. Mm -hmm. Well, compassion for the pregnant is a good work. Mm -hmm. Therefore, Mm -hmm. our objective should be to make disciples. Right, right. The church is the seat of discipleship, Mm -hmm. right? Pregnancy centers can't do discipleship. We can do evangelism, Mm -hmm. which leads to conversion, but we can't do discipleship, which leads to replication, Mm -hmm. to be disciple who makes disciples who live in love like Jesus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so making life disciples is a ministry, uh, putting a pregnancy care ministry into church, not pregnancy center, but the ministry component in the church so that we're able to receive folks in the church who are Christians who are at risk for abortion so that Planned Parenthood or other abortion providers never Mm -hmm. look like a compassionate alternative to us, but also to retrieve those who are outside the church who are facing pregnancy decisions who may be coming from a pregnancy center or may not even be coming from a pregnancy center so that we have a ministry component. And so that the small groups in our church that often are very much focused on us loving us Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll focus on us loving them. And mm-hmm. as a small group will come alongside a woman or a man or a couple, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, mm-hmm. uh, that's facing a pregnancy decision and help them with the practical needs that they have to make that life decision because life decisions need life support. And then also continue to build that relationship with them so that they might become disciples of Jesus Christ. Yep. And so that brings the you know that continuum of care that we talked about. Yes. Right. Yes. The emergency care, pregnancy decision line, short term care, the pregnancy center. Right. Yep. Long term care, right? The church, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Where we're called to to make disciples, right, right? Right, right? And Christ said to teach them to obey all that I have taught you. Yeah. Well, yep. that can't happen in a pregnancy decision line call. Right, 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 right. That can't happen in a short-term uh, pregnancy center, right? Relationship. Relationship, right. which is typically nine months or so, and maybe a little bit longer. Yeah. That's the mission of the church, which is a mm-hmm. long-term yeah. uh, perspective. And so we believe that that, that approach is a very it, unique comprehensive approach uh, that CareNet is bringing to uh, the, the the pro-abundant life work that we do every single day, and we're very excited to be a part of that. Absolutely, yeah. And there are now thousands of churches around the country that have at least, at yeah. a minimum, accessed the Making Life Disciples program, are training themselves on doing that, and many and many of those now are actually running and implementing this program in their churches. And so folks can go to makinglifedisciples.com where we're, where, there, where there's amazing stories of impact mm-hmm. 
that are up there, videos and other things where you can kind of see the yeah. impact that this ministry is having. It's yeah. remarkable stuff. It, it's amazing how it's grown. Yeah. And we we launched this rough about 2015 or yes. so. Yeah, 2015, uh, yeah. early 16, yeah. Yeah, and it's just been amazing to see what's happened there. And, yeah. and it's offered in a variety of different platforms. You can either yeah. get, do a small group version mm-hmm. in your church. Yep. Yep. Uh, you can do a online version mm-hmm. just by yourself. Yep. Yep. Or you can uh, do an online version with a group of folks. So yep. you're in Texas and they're in Tennessee. Yep. See, and somebody else is in Minnesota, and then you can facilitate it that way. And then also, uh, a lot of churches have something called Right Now Media, which Mm -hmm. is, I guess, sort of like a Netflix. Yeah, it's like a uh, subscription service for churches. For churches, for different ministries. Right. And uh, Making Life Disciples is one of the offerings there. So there's so many ways that you can get access to Making Life Disciples, and uh, we really encourage people to to go and do that. Yeah, Yeah. so you can get all of that great information at makinglifedisciples.com. And so that brings us to our fourth and final key strategy here at CareNet that we'll be focused on in 2021, and that is equipping individuals to carry out their pro-abundant life beliefs in practical and compassionate ways through an effective multimedia public education and engagement campaign. So again, we want to, we really want to make sure that we're providing just pro-life folks out there, and our little catchphrase that we like to use is we want to help people turn their pro-life passion into pro-abundant life action. So we want to be able to provide resources for free through our website, our blog, our social media channels so that folks can take that pro-life passion that they have and learn how to apply it to their everyday lives, right? So if there's someone in your in your community or your church or your family who's facing an unplanned pregnancy, you know, how can I talk to her? How can I help her? Um, you know, just things to help edify folks, you know, help them understand, you know, what it means to be pro-abundant life, kind of understand this Christian kind of perspective about the life issue that CareNet really tries to carry through all of its work and why we talk about being pro-abundant life and not just pro-life, helping people be more confident in their in their pro-abundant life or pro-life position so that when they're having conversations in the culture, they can approach those with truth and compassion. So really, again, providing those sorts of online courses, ebooks, mm-hmm. you know, all kind devotionals, those kinds of things for folks through our our digital, you know, resources so that folks can can have that to again per, turn their pro-life passion into pro-abundant life action. So the easiest place to access that stuff is to go to care-net.org and go to the menu at the top and click free resources and you will see all all of those amazing things that we're providing for folks. And so again, we would be remiss without kind of closing this out by saying that none of this this work is possible without folks like you who are listening to this podcast, who pray for us, who support us financially, um, and just do all these other great things for us. So we're we're grateful for you, and we're just looking forward to a challenging but you know fulfilling 2021 as we focus on these four key strategies to uh, to save the unborn, build families, and share the gospel. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Ron. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Carecast. For more pro-abundant life commentary and practical resources, please visit care-net.org. There you can subscribe to the Abundant Life blog, giving you access to videos, ebooks, podcasts, and other resources to help turn your pro-life passion into pro-abundant life action. Until next time, we pray that God blesses you and yours daily.